So as things would have it, I was supposed to have something to do at this moment today, and the schedule got changed to a little bit later, so I'm coming on now. There is no Dr. Artist Live today. He's got something he's got going on. I thought I had something going on. I still do, just a little bit later. And now I'm going to talk about something else. But first... There's something I want to address, and um, you can tell me, I don't care if you think I'm being harsh. This is not, this is not really my, my concern, because it applies to a lot of situations, and, and, and it's those situations that I'm referring to, none other. And it's by the individual I'm talking about and thinking of a specific individual where this is absolutely 100% the truth. So take it for what it is, and if it applies to other people that you know, then you know I'm not lying about it, and you know it's also possibly a thing that occurs, right? That's how you use your deductive reasoning skills there for people out there that are just tuning in. Um, someone being exceptional at, say, high school or school, whatever it is, what does that mean? Does it mean that they're intelligent? Does it mean that they just happen to have effort put toward learning and memorizing what they're told is the truth and accepting the values of whatever that is. Like, I don't mean the values as in like the ethics and morals. I mean, like, this is a pencil. It's made out of wood because we told you it is. It has an eraser in case you make mistakes. This is a pencil. Pencil is what this is. This is our name. This is our label, right? So a person picks up, says, well, they told me this is a pencil. They told me it's made out of wood. They told me it has an eraser. This is a pencil. Congratulations. You, you, you got that one right. Versus, you know, or let's say uh, some, some kind of terminology such as, uh, you know, the, the, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blah, 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 megatons of carbon. And somebody just learns that because they hear that and then they regurgitate it like it's actually a statistic that means something like for instance the alaskan pipeline thing that they're you know all, all the they got all your your teenagers up in arms about because apparently they didn't get just driven to school with fossil fuels or it's not really even fossil fuels but gasoline which comes from oil they apparently would have preferred to have walked because it would be hypocritical now, wouldn't it, for them to be bitching about how they get the oil out of the ground because of some bullshit thing that some idiot environmentalist climate change scumbag psychopath put in their heads about carbon. That plants eat. Carbon. That we exhale. You can't get a carbon to zero unless you murder everybody. Because we exhale carbon dioxide. Right? So what are they actually saying there? But yet... A child could go through high school and become very well honored and be saying all the right things but not having any clue whether or not it's true because they're not looking into or verifying the data. They're just known, know what to say and know what to memorize because of what they're being told. And they don't even think that it's deceptive. They would never even question it. There's too many people. It's like the, the impression is that everybody thinks this way. And that adults are just these people who want to wreck the earth because that's what they did. They, they wrecked the earth before we came, came into the situation. So 
that's why they don't agree with our with our uh you know activist ways and all this stuff because they're the, they're they're the problem the parents are the problem gee nice way to fuck up the family values there right so and and the family structure by making the previous generation that actually teaches them anything the bad guys and this this is something that happens so the scenario again where the child is praised honored goes off to college gets a doctorate somewhere gets some kind of professional you know status doesn't ever mean that they learned how to think in fact if they got that far and being praised by the system that is propping them up or that they are propping up because they're you know accepting of their bull of the bullshit of the system chances are they learned how to do the opposite of thinking which was not analyze but hear a statistic hear some bullshit and then regurgitate it like a parrot and basically all that means is you're memorizing stuff you're never actually looking at the mechanics of it to see whether or not it works if you do this or do that doing doing your doing your field test on it you know you don't you're not you're not you're not doing a a, a what they call it, a stress test on it to see whether or not it holds up and if you're not doing that then anything that anybody says in an official capacity on tv or you know coming from the impression of being the the majority voice which is mob rule by the way then you're always going to be stuck in regurgitating people that are trying to harm you's lies because at the very end of the day if you're bitching about carbon blah 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 for getting extracting oil out of the ground then why are you taking a ride to school get on your bike stop acting like a hypocrite it doesn't make any sense you're gonna you're gonna rah 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 this nonsense where do you want to get it from genius you got you got the money for the electric car that blows up when it gets wet fucking idiots i mean seriously the t the teenagers need to chill the fuck out because they think that their short period of time here somehow is equivalent to a lifelong time of experience of an adult and uh it doesn't compute that way i i could read the same stupid books that you did i probably did in school i just never took to it because i knew it was i just i i wasn't trying to absorb like a sponge all of the nonsense i looked at things and and had to ex assess each and every little thing as i went that's just how i was i don't know whatever the case may be whatever that makes me different than the person that can just absorb like a sponge and regurgitate it without using without actually engaging this besides memory storage there's a big difference uh why is my phone blowing up right now huh anyway so my email is down for ballbusters at joshu.net use this email address instead until things get better I'm not sure what the problem is, but it's you know, disguise the limits. D I S G U I S E, the limits, L I M I T S, at the number two, me dot LTD. Okay. If you want to email me in between there, which sucks because I just sent out a bunch of invites to people for the show, which I don't even know how I'm going to do this after the end of the month. But yeah and then the then the soul the whole internet well the whole the whole email system crashed i'm also on a seven day fast water fast starting today so good times to be had by all
um, I want to present to you some things because um, in the middle of the night, leprechauns and fairies do not fill my bank account with anything to help me continue on my life. For the last nine years, I had a, a small business that I almost 10, uh, 2013 in April. So two months from now, right? We'll, we'll have, because it was towards the end of April, uh, we'll be, we'll be 10 years. Started off in farmer's markets, also doing the electrician's union at the same time. I worked my butt off on the weekends and never had a day off. Just went to the to the farmer's markets on the, on the Saturdays and the Sundays, built up the business, got offered a store after about a year and a half of doing that. I finally walked away from the inter, uh, from the electrician's union and just did this full time. And short, short down that road is when I got offered the store. Kept it for seven Hmm. Yeah, seven years, give or take, six years. And uh, I've, well, I've, I was in there for a full seven, but I'm just trying to think of when the bad time started. Uh, the bad time started when uh, they announced this nonsense of uh, COVID and all these restrictions, lockdowns, and mandates. And going from me just by myself, grossing. When I say by myself, I mean I'm the person that makes all of it. Rebecca helps, but I'm the one who handcrafts everything by hand, no machines. I hand whisk shit. Okay, I chop things with a with a knife. I was doing that between the store and the internet about two hundred and forty to two hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year gross in hot sauce sales. No schlub. That's all without any marketing, without any advertising, without any stupid gimmicks and bullshit just having a really good product that people liked nothing changed about the product i didn't change anything and only got it better over time so this thing that happened in 2020 to, to now and still continues to happen is an artificial attack on people like me who are small business owners who had everything done right and figured out in the world that was here prior to 2020 the world that existed prior to 2020 i had a lock on it i was doing quite 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 okay when all the rules changed and, and the deceptions and the sabotage occurred, well, then everything went to hell. Everything dropped and plummeted. The entire savings was lost to bills so that we didn't lose our place to live during that time. And uh, it's just a daily struggle every single fucking month now. Yeah, I said that word. It is what it is. It's what happened. It's what does happen. So when I come on here and I do the show and I show you guys these ways that you want to if you want to support the show this is the thing that I do in addition now to the hot sauce and there is a patreon you'll see it in the description there's also these amazing things that I'm also affiliated with as far as Dr. Alfonso Manzo's site whenever you go over there to pick I have this book it's amazing you should check it out uh the fulvic acid definitely something you want to do if you're doing a detox from heavy metals or anything to kind of detox and and bring yourself back into health absolutely must must have uh to try that out because it's the most powerful thing that i can think of that doesn't do something damaging to you it's like it's not chelating all of your nutrients out like some other things it's helping you it's restoring you and that's why i think it's a great product to grab from dr alfonso manzo i'm also going through his course right now i have about five hours worth of video to watch to get the introduction done luckily he was kind enough when we were at the red pill expo to uh supply me with the book the lf tav body system book so i'm going to be looking at that and being able to follow along 
And then at some point, when I get have the ability, I'm going to take his five day in person uh, practitioner training course, so that I can learn how to do something. He's a brilliant, super genius. I'm just hoping to gain, gain enough of the knowledge that that he ha he can share me with me that my head doesn't explode, and that I can actually do some of this to help other people overcome their poisonings, their constant daily poisonings, and and just general life or whatever. And eventually, maybe I could you know work alongside with a chiropractor. If I ever had the opportunity to go back to school and do all that, I would totally go into uh, nat naturopathic medicine or chiropractic. But I'd have to do something in the meantime. I couldn't just whisk all away to school when I have a daughter, you know, that that's just not going to happen. I have to be able to generate something to keep the family going. In the meantime, I can't just, you know, do something. Oh, it's, I'm doing this for me. This is my me day, my me four years. No, just, shut up, Daniel. Not going to happen. But anyway, in addition to that, I'm also affiliated with Graith Care. And I'm going to show you a little bit about that right now. I do have a it's in the description as well. I don't know if you guys can see that when this thing is live stream or not, but uh, so many steps with this fucking thing. I swear to God. All right. There you go. So over here on this, let's see if I find it. Graith Care. So your independent patient advocate. I have had her on the show, and I'm going to probably play a portion of that. If I remember. No, I got to pull it back up. That's all right. No big deal. So about Graith Care, let's take a look. It says, Graith Care's mission is to bring back control and transparency to the customer. Graith Care breaks down healthcare barriers and provides a holistic, holistic, pay attention to that word, holistic view of the patient journey. This care model ultimately improves outcomes and efficiency along with saving time and money. Not to mention, prevents you from being poisoned along the way by your doctors. We bring our experience of working in the hospital, outpatient, hospice, home care, and insurance industries to help as a patient advocate for those in need. It is time to give control back to the healthcare consumer. I would use a different word than consumer. Human. Individual. Consumer seems more like a, it's a market. You know, it's like you are a consumer. No, I mean, human being with feelings and emotions. As independent patient advocate services, healthcare sucks, get an advocate. Yes, there may be some nice things along the way if you're lucky, but most people know that the healthcare system is one of the most complex systems to work with, and sometimes just getting a call back is not an easy task. So maybe it's time for you to hire an independent patient advocate. Proactive care, personal advocate. Involve family awareness and seniors' uh, care needs. That's a big deal because a lot of people have to fight with the freaking... Uh, convalescent homes to, to get anything to, to protect their family members. But, you know, on the same token, I, I, the way I look at that is, unless they were in desperate, specific care need that for some reason you think a person whose main function is to chop people up uh, and, and do surgeries is somehow going to be able to do better than you, uh, it's, that whole concept of, like, ditching your family members in, in one of those places and watching them and hoping that they just rot away peacefully so you don't have to think about it is kind of a disgusting thing that our culture has created. Uh, reduce avoidable emergency department visits. Yes, you reduce avoidable emergency department visits, correct. And once you're in the system because you got scared enough to go there, good luck trying to get out without losing your rights to do what you would like with yourself.
and with your family members afterward. Avoid hospital visits. Convenient. Minimize gaps in care. Reduce risk of needing a change in residence to a higher level of care. Improve physician visits for optimal care needs. Provide educational education for senior health specific needs. Preventative holistic care, care coordination. So provide education for senior health specific needs. Maybe that would mean that you could teach yourself how to take care of your loved ones, you know, like we're supposed to. Preventative holistic care, holistic care coordination. So they have a bunch of NDs, naturopathic doctors, and a bunch of, uh, the, like Dr. Artis is involved in this. He is the AAA, I believe. And then there's uh, Dr. Henry Ely, in the, involved in this too and it's all about nutrition and, and taking care of yourself so that you don't have to go to the doctors as well but there's a lot of information here it's not just hospital rescues but that is a that is a part of it and that's something that should be understood so when you click enroll now check this out when you get to this part here it says it is an individual or family as a company or group now look at this it says referred by click down for some reason, there's a space and a period there, but that's me. That's a BB rescue. Ballbusters rescue. I don't know why there's a space or a period, but if you just use the drop-down menu, you'll find it. All right? Now, this is something that I'm affiliated with because I believe in it. I believe in it because they're using naturopathic root cause medicine rather than allopathic butchery. And that is why it's important that you understand the difference you guys have been big fans of Dr. Peter Glidden when he's been on. You guys have been big fans of all of the naturopathic medicine that I've shown you because I can see it in your positive comments how much you appreciate it, especially Dr. Monzo, especially Dr. Artis. All of those people have a different view than allopathic MD, MD-directed medicine would have. So these are the people that are the advocates. I mean, these are the people, the same mindset of the type of people that would be the advocates. And she was a nurse for a very long time. So she's seen the ins and outs of this. She's been in, in the hospital setting before. And when I first heard that, I'm like, well, is it just because COVID put a bad taste in your mouth? Or is there, do you, like, how, how deeply do you understand, or do you, uh, you know, sympathize with the issues with of the medical system? and how maybe the whole thing needs to be rethought, the very approach itself. And so I asked her those questions last time we talked. And I'm just looking for it right now. I know it's right here. Can you guys see that? No, you can't. Okay, so when I pull it back up, I'll show it to you. I got to just get it queued up. I had it queued up, but of course I changed something, so I got to get back to it. This is important. This is important to me because... I've lost family, all right? I didn't have, there wasn't, first of all, I was too young for the first two of them to, maybe even the first three, to really know what to do or do anything about it. But it doesn't make it any less horrible to, to learn later that it was completely unnecessary and most likely a scam and a fraud. Why my aunt was put through chemotherapy and radiation for two and a half years, being a, a mother of three, but a brand new mother as well, because she had just had her third, which was her first daughter. She was in her 20s, and they decided it was time to murder her for whatever purpose that serves. And um, my question, and I've said this in the past before, it's 
if it's such an acute leukemia, which is a nocem cancer, which means you can bullshit your way or the diagnosis itself can be completely wrong in the first place, but why question it, right? We're not supposed to question things. We're just supposed to say, oh, doctors, oh. So she was tortured, poisoned, bone marrow transplants for two and a half years, and it finally killed her. If she was so acute, how was she strong enough to survive all that shit? Because it was fucking wrong. It was a wrong, it was a wrong diagnosis. And things like leukemia and cancers and stuff like that, they're not ever looking for the root cause. They're just cut slash burn, drug, cut slash burn, radiate, cut slash burn, poison, 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 poison. Oh. So anyhow, now you know how I feel about that. Um, then they did the same thing. My, well, pre, prior to that, I was probably like seven or eight when I found out my brother was... Uh, that, that could have been an atlas vertebrae from, from the birth. That could have been the shots because he was around two months old. I don't know, and I'm not going to ask. I don't want to know. I don't want to open up wounds by asking those questions to my family. But, yeah. Should be another one of me walking around. So. And then there's my grandmother. Who... Her daughter was the one that she had to watch get tortured for three years before she was killed. Didn't 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 do too well, and you know after that, and uh, one night she had some heart issues, and she was taken to a doctor on a Friday night. You know that Friday night thing that Doctor Artist talked about? Like they'll they'll hold you in there and tell you whatever, but they're gonna check your insurance on Monday and see what they're gonna do for you. Yeah. So she bled to death internally because they decided not to bother her doctor over the weekend. They could have avoided that. She had a, a ruptured vessel or something like that that could have been fixed. By the time they got to her, it had already started coagulating in all of her vital organs and killing them. So they were just... And, and maybe even then they could have done something, but they acted like they couldn't. Because it's too hard for them to do their fucking job. So I lost my grandmother to that. The two people in the world that actually weren't horrific to me uh, were both taken from me in a horrific way. Yeah. So fuck the, fuck the allopathic medical industry. Fuck this entire system that has anything to do with supporting them and propping them up like they're somehow gods. And uh, when you need an advocate, it would, be a, it would have been nice to know or to have had that back then. Because then I wouldn't have had to be responsible for knowing all that stuff at a very young age that I shouldn't have even known anything about. And uh, if you don't want to be attacked in that sort of way, because it, it doesn't come with a, a bunch of warnings. It's like, oh, your aunt went to New York. Oh, your aunt has acute leukemia. What? So you went there to get tested? That is, how was I supposed to know any of that? 13, 12, 10, whatever the hell I was. Anyway, so let's look at this again. I want to I wanna show you this. I'm going to have to queue it up, so you're going to have to deal with that. But there's a part where she talks about... Let's just put it this way. The great care is an important thing, and you should totally get it. And you should totally do with that first and foremost. Just so that you have someone you can talk to. Get a, get a consultation over the phone. Get a... Get a you know, 
make that phone call and make sure and then decide whether or not you think you, you need something from the service. If you're even considering it, po po the chances are that you probably do. You're just trying to figure out how and, and in what way. So either you'll find out from that phone call that you don't or that you do, and then it'll make more sense to you. Much more sense than I can make it make for you if I don't know your situation specifically. And definitely much more than I could anyway, because that's not what I do. I make hot sauce. I make videos. I do a bunch of reading and research. That doesn't make me a doctor because I don't just, you know, at least in the sense of an MD, I don't just memorize shit and not know how to think. Um, let's go ahead and watch this. Do I really need to put my ass in the corner? No, I don't think so. Let's uh, look at this real quick. It's going to take me a second to get it set up. Correct. They're, 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 they yeah. work while they are, uh, I'm still alive. <laughs> Nutritional components, because that is his background. That's a three mile walk in California, and I haven't been able to do that for a long time. You're going to have to just deal with this. Sorry. And we have adult advocates. So the reason why we want to give, we match people. It's like matchmaker for dating, right? But except we're doing it with advocacy. We match the need with the right type of advocate so that way we can give the best experience because some people don't need somebody in the traditional healthcare sense. Some people just want natural options. Some people need to figure out the insurance. We have two insurance advocates. So when people get those nasty bills and they go, they have double coded me, they are ripping me off. We could put one, our, one of our advocates on it. They know how to navigate that system. God bless America. It, we just get it done here at Grave Care. And it's awesome. We have, we have 30 advocates. We are, look, we are going toe to toe with some of the hardest things. And we are so excited because people are starting to feel better. They're getting success. Um, for, for example, one of our clients over uh, last summer, called us. I can't believe we're in, we're in 2023. So summer of 2022, we launched the AAA with Dr. Artis. Somebody came to us. They had previously had COVID the year before. They had been put on inhalers, other medications. They lived in California. She used to go to... She did, you say, to go did you say inhalers? Like the... Inhalers. Stuff? Okay. Yeah. Like, like, okay. So steroid, basically. Inhalers. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. that makes so sense. she used to go for walks in California all the time. It was just something that she loved to do, but she had been sick and she had not been able to do that without having to take her rescue inhaler all the time. She was feeling really bad. So Dr. Artis did a review of her situation, gave recommendations. She stuck with what he, um, what, what he had recommended for three months. She came back to her advocate, Chris, and said, you are never gonna believe this. I don't need any of those medications anymore. I don't need my rescue inhaler, and I just went for a three-mile walk in California, and I haven't been able to do that for a long time. That person's quality of life completely shifted because she got a different opinion. She was stuck in the old medical system, but until she found an advocate that listened to her needs and got Dr. Artis's recommendations, she is now able to be free of those medications and those pharmaceuticals. That is a win. And that brings up another point too. Even it, it was it was not the one that you're going for, but this is actually something that actually builds upon that. And that is if you are always in a down-regulated like state of being where you're denutrified, you don't have the proper vitamin intake, 
when you don't know the difference, you don't know how bad off it is. So just getting a consultation on just the simple stuff that you may or may not be getting enough of, I think is huge because I know like fatigue is one of the biggest things that people go into the doctors for like chronic fatigue. Fatigue is like number one. And then there's other things after that that are more severe, of course, but fatigue is one of the most, one of the more common things that people seem to always have issues with complain about. And it, you know, there's energy drops in the day. A lot of it can be bad food intake, high sugar diet, things like that. That can also lead to depression from what I learned. Um, but all these things that you don't consider because it's just routine or habit, if you just tweak a couple little things, and I can tell you from my own personal experience, it can make a wonder of a difference. Like you can seriously, and energy is everything. Like how else do you get through your day? You yeah. know, how else do you have a positive outlook for the next day? You know, how to, when you're tackling, you know, stressful situations, you need that energy because otherwise you're going to be feeling downtrodden and in a rut and it yeah. could go on for years if you don't understand what's going on. And then you're like, oh, I'm just getting older. Are you though? Or are you just denutrified for so long that now these things are starting to take hold of you. And then eventually you're going to end up at a doctor with a severe condition because of those states, long periods of time where you're not getting what you needed. And I think that's where an advocate Absolutely. can also come in too and just help the nutrition aspect and just check out your habits, you know? Yeah. Speaking of the new, so literally um, we just brought on a holistic nutritionist that is certified um, actually through Dr. Henry Ely's um, program. And he provides gut health detox at a nutrition level. And so... Um, I don't mean to interrupt Priscilla here right now, but I just want to let people know that uh, Dr. Henry Ely will be most likely on the show here soon. Um, can get in touch with him through the same person I get in touch with Dr. Artis with, and he might very well be on the show sooner than I even think, sooner than I even know. Um, before my email went down, I sent one out to another one out to Dr. John Bergman, but at a more uh, direct email address. So hopefully we'll get Dr. John Bergman, DC. He's rolling only over in Huntington Beach, which is about four hours away from me. Uh, so that'd be kind of cool because maybe if I can get him on the show, I can also get set up to do like an in-person at his office, like, you know, run down tutorial with, with a camera and stuff like that, because that would be really awesome to do that and then go shoot down to his Tijuana uh, location sometime when he's there and uh, show people that. That would be a lot of fun. Cause I go to TJ every once in a while to do, get some stuff uh, over there, like medicines and stuff like that. So it would be fun to, uh, to, to do that, that exploration. But anyway, go, let's go back to the Priscilla. Um, Ethan is one of our newest advocates actually at Grave Care. And he is going through those nutritional components because that is his background. That is his strength. Me as a nurse, I'm with a nurse background. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be like, look, just don't, don't have a lot of sugar in your diet. What's your hydration level? But Ethan is right. going to get into the weeds of the nutrition and talk about that energy production with the new, with the nutrition and minerals that you're currently taking. And he is really, we talked about it this morning with gut health. People, people go, well, what about leaky gut? They say, leaky gut. No, no, no. There are things that we can do. Stop getting all cute with the terms. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the fundamentals of what you need to be doing and what you just spoke on with the nutrition part it there are some basic wins and we want to give people hope that they can do it and but we're not going to be reactionary we are going to be driven in terms of a seven days of success 
So what I do today and what I do tomorrow for the next seven days, and if I start stringing seven days of success, let's just say in my nutrition, if I drink good hydration, if I stay away from the cookies and the donuts, if I do those tweaks and I keep doing that for seven days after seven days, do you want to believe in six months that I'm probably going to start feeling a lot better? Of course. Because people are used to that drive-through society, right? We're, we're drive-through-ish, get a quick fix, we're all good. Everybody thinks they're a New Yorker now. Quick, 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 go, go, go. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So we, want, we have to change the mindset. We understand where society is at with that. It's hard. We've, we're in a rat race society, right? We're just trying to pay mm -hmm. our bills, take care of our family. And it, but, and it makes sense that, the, you know, because there's more pressures on people these days. And that's, this is why when you talked about it earlier, I was going to, I wanted to, uh, to chime in and say, no, I would never, ever, ever, ever fault a person for believing what they're, what they have access to, because you don't even know to look for other things. Number one, and you're busy. You got a family to take care of. You probably work in two jobs or your wife is as well. By the time you get home, you want to spend time with your kids. I mean, there's all these things that are at play. What time do you have for research? You know, what right. I mean, it's only in this. That's why you go to an advocate. And if in it, right? And I and if somebody has the the uh, the the, the uh, what do you call it? The opportunity to do the the you know the research because they happen to be blessed with that that free time to do so. Well, then that's why people should be sharing that information with each other because it's not easy to access. It's not something that you would stumble across in your day to day life. Right. But it's right. something that's super important, and I think people like you know. An advocacy team would be great for that because especially now that i know that you have nutritionists on there because i think that's huge I, you know bodybuilder and stuff like that like i there's a lot of components that that carry over to a lot of different things that bodybuilders take anyway so when i hear other people saying that you need this stuff i'm like i've been taking that for years you know it's like that's well good good news for that but that's also not the problem that i'm having because i have that already <laughs> so we got to keep on digging deeper you know see what's going on but yeah that's the the nutritionist thing the naturopathic medicine Understanding that root cause is a thing and not just, oh, I can't even, I, well, you know what? Yeah, you have, you have, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what do you call it? Heartburn. Sorry, we didn't know how to fix that even, but we're going to be really good at fixing your cancer, right? Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> if you can't, if there's, there's never a cure that just uh, symptom mitigation. And how long does that go on for before you depend on the medication? Because it's already ruined your, your, your natural defenses against things. You know well it's a broken system right and and remember if you keep people sick in it they just keep coming back to you and if they don't know any better they're going to continue to get those results we want to break free of this of the system we want to empower people with education making sure they're informed making sure they know all of their options and then we go to work so right. that's what people i mean they hire us for that if you want to keep staying sick and you want to be a hypochondriac congratulations keep going to do that like we are trying we want to we really want to help figure out the solution here we i like that you said that too because up here is 99 percent of everything all the time it's just, and if you are already lost here and you're already frantic good luck having any kind of hot positive outcome unless someone's holding your hand because you really cannot um you can exacerbate all kinds of different things in your body through your mental state and yeah. i think if someone tells you the c word that's one of the big ones where you've already decided you've defeated. Yeah, well, I'll, give, I'll give you an example of somebody that came to grave care. Um, this was actually a gentleman 
that helped me seal the deal for me leaving my corporate job. So I, I, when I started Great Care in March of 2020, I was still working in the corporate world. I was trying to figure out how do I do this? How do I set up a business? How do I keep helping people? And I find I got so busy in the spring of 2021, um, I thought, well, I, I think I need to walk away. But there was a couple of cases that changed everything for me. And there was two. And one of the gentlemen out of Ohio, he's still our client today. He calls every every handful of weeks just to check in and says, hey, I'm still alive. <laughs> Do you know anything that I need to know? And this is just how our relationship is. But he, one of his friends called Great Care, called me and said, hey, Priscilla, my friend got diagnosed with cancer. He thinks he's going to die. And I said, well, that sounds like a terrible thing to do. Why would we die? He goes, can you help him? I said, yeah, let me talk to him. So I talked to this gentleman um, out of Ohio and um, I said, tell me what's going on. He said, well, I went to my doctor. I started having these issues and he told me I had cancer. I said, okay. I said, well, what kind of cancer is it? He goes, I don't know. I said, when did you talk to your doctor? He goes, a couple weeks ago. I said, and you don't know the type of cancer? He goes, no, I just, I heard cancer and I guess I'm going to die. I said, well, do you want to die? And he goes, no. I said, well, you don't have to die. And he goes, okay. I said, well, let's find out what kind of cancer you have. And let's, let's see if we can get you some, some options. He didn't know me. I mean, that, this was literally our first phone call. He goes, okay. I said, all right. So we called the nurse together at the office he was at. And I just said, can you tell me what type of cancer he has? And what, what are the next steps the doctor was recommending? And we went through it and he, we got off the phone and he goes, oh, wow, that's the cancer? I said, yeah. I said, do you want to try killing it? I said, I think we can kill it. And he goes, we can kill it? I said, yeah. I said, well, it kind of sounds like we should try at least, right? It's better than dying. And he laughed and he goes, wow. He goes, just a little bit ago, he goes, all I kept thinking is, I guess I'm going to die. I won't see my grandkids. I won't see my wife. Exactly. I said, well, that sounds really stupid. So let's stop talking <laughs> like that and let's start doing something about it. And I said, do you want to do the traditional methods for oncology or do you want to do some alternative holistic? And the guy goes, what do you mean alternative? And I said, well, here's things that I know of that you can do to see if you can kill the cancer. I said, I don't know if it will work or not. I said, but I think you should know about these options and then you can weigh whether you want to do them or not. See, I don't have to tell anybody what to do. All I have to do is provide them the information yeah. and equip them with, here's all the things you can do. Here's all the possibilities. But if he just went to the oncologist without an advocate telling him all those options, I guarantee that he wouldn't have killed his cancer at, the, at in the fall of 2021. He's cancer free. His cancer is gone. We killed it. We did a little bit of traditional. We did a lot of alternative. And I'm going to tell you, this guy is a believer in, in having an advocate because we fought for him. We were the only ones who said, you know what? Let's work with your doctors. Let's give you all of these options. That yeah, this... guy, his life has changed. He, he now understands that he didn't have to be fearful of cancer, that there were other options. And this is the hope of advocacy. So that changed my whole experience when that gentleman called and he said, I don't have to die. 
like, oh my gosh, no, you don't have to die. <laughs> Let's live. And that's that mindset. That's so powerful to living. If you're going to sit there and be in fear and think that you're going to die and you have to have these vaccines to try to, to try to, you know, prevent you from transmission, which it doesn't prevent from tr transmission that people have now learned. And now they go, oh my gosh, I put this in my body. What do I do now? Right. Let's start working on it because if we don't work on it, we're going to see issues where people have are having strokes on air, right? You, right. It, it's going to get worse. And I think people should also take this into consideration and understand that if you are in that frame of mind where you honestly believe that these vaccines that they present to you are going to help save you from getting some kind of illness and you hear people talking against them because of the research that they've done it almost I, and i'm just saying from their point of view i'm not saying that this is the, the polar opposite of what i'm saying but their point of view could simply be that you're trying to prevent them from saving their own life so you can understand there's animosity there if they're locked in that system and that yeah. you guys must be bad because how could you say that you know oh, for sure it is it's so it's it's just because of the paradigm that they're they're trapped in and it's, but it's once once you actually see it all play out some of them don't even dawn on them that hey that they there's something wrong they, here they don't there's no cause and relationship yeah the cause and effect is gone for sure absolutely no, it is gone but i mean i had nurses that i had previously worked with that were so upset for for upset at me with grave care not promoting the vaccine i wouldn't do it and what i would tell them i said look it's an option. I just think it's a bad option because here's, they can't even tell you the ingredients. What is safe and effective? Like I just ask questions and that's, I mean, I'm not, a, they can go do whatever they want to do, but I don't think it's a good idea to put something in your body that you don't know what the ingredients are. And there's a blank insert. Right. I was going to say, you should tell those people who are asking you why you're not promoting it. Like, well, my response is intentionally left blank. <laughs> correct i mean those are logical questions that i have so i'm going to still love people for where they're at i don't have to agree with them i just have to keep helping people and meeting people where they're at and we do have people that have gotten the third or fourth booster coming back to us going oh my goodness what did i do i was in denial i'm angry now i need help my doctor is not helping me. My, my doctor is upset at me because I'm saying that I have a vaccine injury, but my doctor won't even put it into the VAERS system. Oh, yeah, I mean, these, this is the, the un, that layer of onion is coming back and it's pulling back on people. And we're going to see some real angry people once they realize what in the world has happened to their family where they've had, we've had people call, they've had multiple family members all die they were all vaccinated and they are definitely afraid that more of the family is going to die right yeah just like with dr artist's story with uh the fourth antibiotic that they gave his first uh child that uh, gave it a seizure what is the typical response that a doctor says when you hear an adverse reaction my treatment doesn't do that my well, the vaccine doesn't do that it's very rare <laughs> oh yeah yeah what did you do you know if that it's type your of child, thing. It's not rare. Right, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. This is the this is the particular situation we're talking about. So we'll never mind the statistics. Let's figure out what to do to fix this. You know. Right. All right. That's right. Yep. So we 
I, I had shared um, a couple of videos that you had done with Dr. Artis, um, your intervention with Rod, forgot his last name, but mm -hmm. um, we had Brooks, and unfortunately, it was a little too late for him. He did get saved from the hospital, but uh, what they had done to him with remdesivir was pretty much a, a poner, as I call him, a po point of no return, unfortunately, um, but he did, he did struggle and fight for a while afterward but yeah his name was rod brooks i had there was a sit down video where dr artis had actually gone to wherever they were staying at the time and talked to rod poor guy you know remdesivir basically gave him what you know you would consider frostbite on his fingers and toes um mm -hmm. and uh it how did you get involved in that what came about and how detrimental is this remdesivir yeah, um, they were in transition from um, heading from the Midwest, trying to get out to a California place. Somebody had told them about a California location in order to seek some um, medical care. Um, they were they already had, in a hospital getting the treatments to Rod at that time, or he was just having heart. He uh, was out. He was discharged out of the hospital at okay. that point. Um, they took a flight um, from the Midwest to the California, but they had a layover in Dallas. Well, when he got to Dallas, um, they had called Rape Care because he started to cough up blood um, in the Dallas airport. And he was close to one of the hospitals here in the Dallas area. And um, through the network, um, people, she, uh, she, his wife was very active on social media. And somebody had said, hey, reach out to Rape Care. They can get you an advocate to help. And so we did. We um, helped them throughout the, um, the, the system. Um, he was not in the hospital for COVID at that point. He was in a hospital for the bleeding that he was having, the esophageal bleeds, which is coming up. You don't want to lose a lot of blood with that. Um, you can mm -hmm. die just from blood loss. He was very, very sick. But all of these issues he was having was from, was from the previous hospital up in the Wisconsin area yeah. where he was treated with remdesivir. And at that point, when he went into the initial hospital, they weren't aware of how bad remdesivir was. And for people who don't know this, this was actually this actually made Stu Peters too. This was this story was covered by a lot of different people. And right. back when it was still in Wisconsin, and he was still being pretty much trapped there. Yeah. So so he got now. I can't believe he he survived that. To be completely honest, he he's was a miracle just in being able to be discharged out of that hospital. Um, when he was down here in the Dallas area, we were helping him through the navigation of um, how serious his um, side side effects were from the adverse reactions yeah. from remdesivir and the other things that he had been um, not treated well with. I mean, you've got to remember your liver, your kidney, your heart, mm -hmm. your lungs are really important. And when you when it's been really torn up inside of you. And that medication did give him some really, really ad bad adverse reactions. It destroys your lungs for sure. It, it shreds them. You. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, it destroys you. And you have and you have to have those organs, vital organs, in order to live. Um, he did pass away. Um, you know, we're praying for the wife um, as she transitions. We're no longer providing advocacy, of course, at this point. Um, but she, you know, she worked through the system as she she could she really fought really um strongly for her husband because of the issues he was having that the toes 
What's really interesting, um, if you ever saw his pictures of his feet. The necrosis. They yeah. were hard. You could literally tap it on a table and it was it was hard as a rock, okay? Mm-hmm. We had other hospitals in the beginning of 2020, that summer, where they would start to talk about COVID toes. And they would tell people, oh, you've got COVID toes. Well, it was even me, mean. a very made up thing. It's that's the circulatory system that's shutting down where people would start to have bad circulation. Yeah, the reuptake isn't happening at the capillary level. It's really bad to not have good circulation. Diabetics have bad circulation to their hands and feet and they get um, some um, where where you can't really feel it. Well, if they get Mm -hmm. injured there and then it gets infected, it gets really bad as a diabetic. Diabetics know that. as well, yeah, mm-hmm. just from the lack of nutrients getting there. Yeah. That's what happened to him. And um, it, he, he poor nutrition, um, but there's a balancing act when you get into those situations with your organs, right? If your liver's not working really well and your kidney's not working very well, they start to back up fluid. It mm-hmm. starts to give you respiratory issues as well. And it also impacts the heart. It's called fluid overload. Right. So, and doctors should know that and not blame it on a on a COVID respiratory virus. They should know that it has there. There's a spiraling domino effect occurring here. Well, you know what I mean? It's like they should know that. You, you know that. Why did they not know that? Why are they still blaming it on COVID? I don't know. I think some of them like to be agnostic, non-knowing about some of these things. Um, it pays more. The treatment that they're giving in fact, could give adverse reactions. So that's why you need an advocate to say, you know what, I think this is actually what's going on. Can we do these things too? Because we have people that would get diagnosed as COVID in the hospital, and they should have never been diagnosed as COVID. But we know that there was an incentive, a financial incentive for that diagnosis, especially if they died in their hospital. All right. We, right. And if we're still pretending that this is a respiratory virus, a lot of times before they administer any of those remdesivir or any of those other ones, the lung scan is clear. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, what's going on here? And then they administer the remdesivir and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of damage. So, well, it's a misdiagnosis. And so what we yeah. like to do is we like to ask questions in terms of, all right, where are the vitals? Where are the labs? Where was the test x-ray? Is there a blood clot that's there that's maybe causing the respiratory distress? Maybe it's heart failure that's starting. Maybe that's what I was going to ask you. Congestive heart failure has everything to do with your breathing too. So could it be that, right? That's right. We've seen it. Look, we've seen it on autopsies. So we've had people that have unfortunately died. We have gone to get independent autopsies post. Dr. Artis and I, we've worked on certain things that we want to get screened as well because we want to understand is there and possibly envenomation that is happening as well there's things to look at from a patho- a pathology standpoint we question these things we should be questioning these right. things and we're going to continue to do it we have to ask hard hard questions it's uncomfortable for people to go are you sure can we really mm-hmm. ask our doctor that well yeah we are going to ask and we're going to ask in a very polite a very sound way and understanding if we don't ask, we can't get the answers. So on a pathology end, we've gone to get these autopsies. They didn't die of a, of a respiratory failure. They died because of heart failure, because there was no blood flow left to the heart. And it's clear when you have somebody that can do the autopsy and clearly identifies that. 
And then guess what? On that death certificate, I, I guarantee all of these death certificates that had COVID-19 on them and these hospitals got the bonuses for them, they were misdiagnosed, they got paid from a faulty diagnosis, and these people should be pressing, pressing hard in order to fight to get that COVID-19 diagnosis off of that death certificate. I know people today that are still fighting to get that removed off of the death certificate. It's hard to do, um, but it is it is something that that can be worked on. Um, and it's I'm glad to hear you say this, Pris Priscilla, because I mean, coming from the the position, the the most the, the thing that people are always going to like think of like you came out of that realm. So it's like, and and I'm glad to hear you say that, and so strongly and so adamantly, because that 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 is such a, a credible thing that you, a credible thing that you, you did just by stating that because that is where i was kind of leading here but because i know this is where you came from i didn't want to press too hard to say that hey money has something to do with what they do and those incentives and the whole medicare medicaid thing that pays like 75 percent of what a hospital actually runs on they're kind of beholden to them to do what they tell them when it comes to nih protocols because if they if they go outside the lines, if they call it outside the lines, then they lose all that. And then down goes their corporation, down goes the board of directors, down goes all their money, you know? And and I, I will tell you, I've had physicians. I've talked with high level administrators and, and they know what I'm doing is right, but they are captive to only being able to provide certain things. But remember- The smugness of the doctors is a whole different thing compared to the, like, like that, that I don't get it's just heartless some of the times i've seen this it's like you're an oh, idiot no. stop going on google let us do our job it's like yeah but we i can i can tell what's going on here it's like yeah. <laughs> it, it's confusing for people but we go we if we don't work the system for the good of what we need it to do for people look our hands are strapped there are some things that we have to send people to the hospital still for yeah to work within it instead of against it like that so right. you have to understand Work it. That's why I tell people, stop freaking out, get a freaking advocate so we can help you. But if you right. want to, if you want to lay down and kick your feet like a toddler and just complain about it, fine, complain about it. But it reminds me of those people that get pulled over and they don't know the constitution, but they start yelling at the cop about their rights and they get beat up. It's, it's like that. It's like you're, you're, you're setting up that scenario with a, with a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. I mean, we've had doctors literally, I'm like, well, we can do this doctor. Is there any way you could write this order? I've had doctors in high level hospitals go, you know what? That's actually a good idea. I think we could try that. Okay. Thanks. That sounds yeah. great. And when and you have the weight of a 20, 20 years, right? It was as a, as a nurse. Mm -hmm. So 20 years of experience there, you know, their language, you know, you know, they're going to, they're going to listen to you a little bit more because you're not an advocacy team minus the the actual education and the and the know-how and having been in the system enough to understand how it operates when you say things it's it's pretty clear right away to them that they know what you're you know what they're what, what's going on and there's certain things they can't fudge in front of you because you're going to catch them on their lie so right. they're going to have to comply a whole lot more they're going to have to be like uh, i'm not going to fight with that one okay <laughs> you know it's like oh, oh, there's, there's yeah. easier there's easier fish to fry you know we can't we, you know just let this one slide you know um, and look if we need if we need to go to the public fine we'll go to the public right yeah. we'll get the public on it but i i want to protect the patient in the bed i want to protect you in your own home and keep you away from having to go to a hospital if we can't 
So don't delay is what I tell people. Don't delay. We have so many phone calls. People will call and go, I wish I would have known about you sooner. And I've said, you know what? Don't beat yourself up about it now. Let's just get a game plan. Let's start working on things, you know, and, and it's one step at a time. They're, they're, we, are, we are digging people out of 20, 30 plus years of health problems right now. I mean, it is tremendous. So this is not a quick fix. This is a lot of work. And if you want to get better, let's work together and let's start doing the right thing for your health and wellness. And I'm, I'm thankful that Dr. Artis and Dr. Elay are a part of Great Care providing these options. It's amazing to have such great people a part of Great Care. It's, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. And I have just one last question then. Um, pediatrics, children, child, child health care, advocacy? Yes, no. Oh, I'm a pediatric intensive care background nurse. Boom. So pediatrics is, is me. That's why I got into nursing. And from neonatals, from all the way up into, you know, into their um, adult years, look, we've got to be helping um, transition along the way. So people get very confused and they go, oh, I used to, I used to give um, all the vaccines to my kid, but I don't think I want to do that anymore. We have parents that are saying no to vaccines anymore because now they're starting to go, do we have to? What happens if they go to school? How do we get that exemption? How do we navigate this? We want to support those parents and those guardians and we do it every single day. Pediatrics is my heart, my heart babies that I took care of um, with, car with um, uh, cardiac history, um, with congenital heart disease. They are one of my favorite ba my babies to take care of because the heart of the matter is so crucial. When you get a diagnosis and you see the baby that you know they're gonna need heart surgery, that changes that child forever, ever. And those parents are scared. And in order to advocate and provide those next steps of how to navigate so they're not fearful, so they feel in control, and it, it's awesome. I'm so excited. I love our pediatrics um, because those kids are just really special. Um, and I would question, now that I understand from a nursing perspective with my pediatric background, I used to vaccinate all my kids. I no longer do. I have that shifting. So when people go, oh, you're anti-vax, I, I, I gave vaccines to my kids. Do I hit myself over the head about it now? I used to, but I did what I did. And now I understand what to do moving forward. Hey, so, Priscilla, how old are your children? Um, I have a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, 8-year-old, and a 6-year-old. So I've got two boys and awesome. two girls. Two more, you can be a Mormon family. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't really need any more. <laughs> so, uh, so, so the question here is, um, when you're first was going through, I imagine that the, the mandatory amount of them was probably much lower than it is right now. Because I think there's something like 70-something total doses yeah, that they want you to have. Yeah. On the, on the pediatric schedule? Yeah. I mean, oh. it's increased like exponentially since I was a child. I'm a 44, 43 now. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, four, I'm 40 years old. So I had my vaccines, um, you know, when I was growing up, my nurse, my mom's a nurse, um, uh, 40 plus years. So we, we believed in what our doctors were telling us, right. but thank God that we started to critically think about these things. And I started to question and go, you know what, maybe that's not something I need to do because 
he had a kid that potentially had a vaccine injury and it changes you. You have to start thinking, wait a minute, why, why did we give this? Is this something that we really need to be injecting into our kids? Is there a better way that we can support their God-given immune system without changing it? Right. So that's where I'm at, but I want to give people hope. I've come from the other side of it. So we don't want to shame anybody. And that's important too, because you can understand both mentalities and mindsets. And I think that's what makes this also unique because it's not like you just are bulldozing one, one thought uh, system or another. A lot of people get into these like camps to where they can't like even consider or tolerate other people. And I find that to be counterproductive and a little insulting, you know what I mean? But when you have both sides of it, and you've shown that people can change too, and that you know it was a natural progression. Things that you saw, things that you learned, things that you just, you know, maybe common sense was just like, hey, this, this why are we doing this? You know, all that accumulated, you know, experience is why this is an important type of advocacy to have because with you and people like Dr. Artis at the forefront of it, it really makes a difference because there's a lot of knowledge there, there's a lot of understanding, and there's a lot of more human uh understanding as well i think and right. i think that's that's what makes it a good thing right that's right we need to love people where they're at not beat them over uh, over their head with something right. you're not going to get anywhere with that like that's how right. how often do you like people like you know doing that to you and how how much do you warm up to them when they do it to you, you know it's that's like right. it's not going to work that way amen you're, you're asking for a divide to, to be a divided that's right so i'm going to um put together something in the description but i guess people don't even like use the search all right so the most uh the rest of that is just me like babbling on to her about uh you know how i'm gonna finish off the video but the uh the points there i did she and josh which is her husband weren't available today this is all short notice i thought i was gonna have the doctor artist on and then i thought i was gonna not be able to be here so things happened the way they did but She'll see here again soon. The phone number is 469-864-7149. It's like this. And then the the, the email address is graithcare.admin, but it's adm at gmail.com. Okay? Check them out. Contact them. Get, ask, to, is, is, uh, is advocacy something that I, that I need? Start there. Start there before you write up your enrollment. But once you do... If you do figure it out and you, you think that's going to be something that works for you, mine is BB Rescue, right? I have no sponsors. You guys are my sponsors. Through the Patreon, through the Gifts and Go, through the all the other things, buy me a coffee, all that stuff. You guys are my sponsors. I don't take on like products and try to sell them to you throughout my videos because that's not some unless I unless I believe in them number one. But I don't just do it to to show for a company. I don't do that. I won't do that and yeah so there you have it so if you guys like this the the information that comes to you from this show then that's how you help it out is by looking at the description and picking out which way you want to help out the show and i've provided many different options for you so that you can actually get something beneficial in return the dr monzo stuff is incredible especially if you get even just start off with the fulvic acid for the detox the great care advocacy. This is all stuff that helps you in your health, right? Why do you think I'm involved in it? And then the uh, the Dr. Peter Glidden one under there that says ND, you know, 
riseupintohealth.com forward slash question mark equals ND as in naturopathic doctor health. I've shown you the behind the scenes on that before. And I'll do it again right now. Why not? It should just pop me right in. Yeah, I'm in. And then you, these are the lists I've shown you. Am I even on the screen? Can you even see? No, because I'm a dork. But hold on. It's a good thing I checked. <laughs> dumpty dumpty dum on the way on my way around. Okay, so where was I? ND Health. Rise up in health.com forward slash. It's in the description. Just click the damn link. And if you want to be part of this, it's 30 bucks a month. It's not going to kill you either way. And you'll have access to a bunch of information that you can use to better your health and specifically to your own desires and needs. There's this huge list here of all of the stuff. You see it all? I'm sure whatever you got is probably on this list. Scoliosis is one of mine and a fat sciatica. I'm not trying to collect them all. Trust me. It's not really so... Uh, I, I'm not exactly this, but I always feel like I'm overweight. But anyway, it doesn't matter. So let's let's take a, let's just pick one. Let's click dementia for fun. What is it going to tell me? Oh, look, there's a video on it. It's 57 minutes long. Tells you all about it. The discussion. And it says, stop taking all cholesterol-lowering statin drugs. Eat a high diet in cholesterol. And make sure to salt your food so that it tastes good. Uh... It says muscadine grape extract, four bottles per month, four caps twice. This is something that he offers on his, uh, you get a discount on the uh, supplements too when you're part of the membership. And that's where the store is, 90 essentials and some other stuff. So that's like the uh, longevity stuff. Longevity is affiliated with this, right? And Dr. Glidden Show, and then there's the interviews that he does with other people. Uh, Dr. Sharon Tenpenny is on one of those. And then the Q&As, let's see what the schedule says. So in March, so we're at we're at uh this so this week there wasn't any, but on the twenty eighth, there's uh, a Q and A eight p.m. to nine, and then there's a Q and A eleven a.m. to twelve p.m. on the thirtieth. So he does these multiple times per month. Sometimes it looks like twice a week, except for twice a week, but it looks like it. No, he oh I know why, I remember he's in uh he's in Mexico at the moment. But he'll be back. And then he'll do his Q&As again. But there you have it. And then you can talk to people in the chat room. Watch the Q&A. And then this is a live replay Q&A, right? And then there's that. And then you can get... Uh, you've seen Dr. Peter Glenn on here. You guys seem to love him. Because I get a lot of positive feedback from him. From the shows that he's on. And once he's back from his... Uh, wherever, whatever he's doing in the... None of my business. Uh, <laughs> Tijuana. Maybe he's hanging out with, with Dr. John Bergman at his clinic. Who knows? That'd be pretty awesome. Get two of those guys on here. But yeah, eventually my I'm I'm one as far as collecting them all, I don't want to collect all the diseases, but I would like to collect all of the uh doctors that I respect and have them at least as a guest on the show at one point or another. But the whole point of this episode was to show you that there's this advocacy team out there that's very, very good. That Dr. Peter Glidden, I'm sorry, that Dr. Uh, Brian Artis and Dr. Henry Ely are involved in, not to mention the other 28 or so advocates that are on the team. And Priscilla and her husband, Josh, are the ones who run the uh, the uh, admin of that whole thing. She is also a 20-year nurse. So when it comes to speaking a lingo, it's good to have somebody who has done that and knows when the lingo is being used against you. 
rather than just somebody who decided that they were going to make themselves an advocate because it was something that could be marketed during the COVID thing. It's not the same. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not that, 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 that second scenario that I just presented to you is, is the, the, the grifters. Okay. Priscilla is a real deal. Dr. Artis endorses it. Dr. Dr. Yuli endorses it. You'll, you'll meet him soon. Very, uh, very interesting stuff. You should totally check it out. If you think it's right for you, if you're still messing with the system, I'm trying to keep myself as far away from the VA as possible, personally. I, and, and when I did that, they sent certified letters to my house and to my mother's house, my mother's house in fucking New York. I haven't lived there in 20 years looking for me to see if there's a reason why I stopped going. It's like, I, cause I, what the fuck do I need to go to a doctor for? Sorry, so the swearing, earmuffs everyone. Why would I do that if I don't need to? What's the point? Oh, and by the way, the last time you guys sent me for an MRI, they're still trying to chase me down for the payment when you guys are the ones who send in the referral and it was covered. So fix your problems before you ask me why I'm not going. Anyway, so, it, but if you are still having to, for whatever reason, operate within that system, you do need an advocate. If you're going to a doctor or MD for anything, and they're not, they're not a doctor of chiropractic, they're not a doctor of naturopathic medicine, they're not a doctor of some, uh, you know, Ayurvedic or, or, you know, traditional Chinese medicine, then, uh, yeah, get an advocate because whatever you're being told, you want to screen at least through somebody who knows whether or not they're, what they're telling you is going to be beneficial or harmful to you. That's number one. Even if it's something as cursor in like as simple as that, you're going to want to, you're going to want to know. That's why the Dr. Peter Glidden thing is also good because the medical myth busting section is fraught with information that you would need to help uh, steer yourself clear of the nonsense. All right. But there's a lot of conditions on there you could look through. Oh, that's the wrong page. Hold on. And you, you can't see it anyway because I did it again. Oops. I did it again. <laughs> do, I, do I have the same sex appeal? You think? Should I dance? I'm losing my mind. I got the voice, uh, don't I? I'm not that. Definitely not delusional. Innocent. <laughs> oh. Oh, Chris is back. Cool. My friend from Russia is talking to me. All right, so guys, there you go. And there's, uh, there's one for course. COVID. The imaginary disease, uh, Alzheimer's. We we clicked on that earlier. ALS, the arthritis one. I'm actually concerned. And you know what? Bone spurs. Is that on here? I bet it could be. I bet it could be listed under something else. Like maybe that. We got There's 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 the thing with uh, people thinking that these things don't dissolve if you get the proper nutrition, or that it's too much calcium. I think that's a dangerous assumption to make, and it's an assumption that also your MD will make. And they'll give you things that are chelating the shit out of your 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 nutrients to try to prevent them from forming any further. And it's just a bad way to do it. So anyway, get into an advocacy. You see it on the in the. I'll put it up here. Last last thing I do before I say goodbye. Edit name. We don't need that because nobody's calling. If you wanted to call, you should have done it already. Uh, let's see. I try to make it simple, right? 
BB Rescue. Now, when you look at it in the actual, that that's the coupon code for the referral, and that gives you a discount on on the services. That that's your incentive for, to actually use it if you're going to set set up. But when you look into this uh, this drop down menu here, for some reason they added a space and then a period, but it's the same one. It's the only one that says BB Rescue, so it's me. Ballbusters Rescue. Get it? BB Rescue. Ballbusters. Get it? Get it? Get it? That's me. Cool. Totally, totally check it out. See you on the next one. Um, I'm actually looking for some feedback on you from you guys, too. I told you what I'm going to do with the, uh, with the Dr. Monzo stuff. I'm going to learn as much as I can and try to become a practitioner of what he does uh, eventually. That's one of my other objectives. And if you guys want to learn more about how you would do that, tell me. And I'll have him on to specifically discuss that when he has a chance. He's got classes he's actually running. I didn't know that that's what he was talking about when he said this, he has this five-day class. Now, now I know that he's training practitioners. I mean, I knew he was doing that, but I didn't know what he meant by Because you can... As a, as a doctor, you can be asked to go teach anywhere at any college next door. You know what I mean? So I didn't know if he had, that he meant he was actually teaching his own people um, or teaching people that want to pick up what he does. So that was kind of cool. Anyway, I have to go. I hear my dog barking. BB Rescue, Graithcare, graithcare.com, G-R-A-I-T-H. Son of a bitch. Let's just do this. Most people don't know. Uh, great care. G. I hope it's long enough to put it all in there. Caps lock. There. That should do it. Boom. Greatcare.com, BB Rescue, and the phone number if you want to call first and see if it's right for you. 469 864 7149. Doesn't matter where you live, you can have an advocate from Great Care doesn't matter where they are you can have an advocate from great care all right all right we good now and uh i will save my comments for the jack monkey who at the uh, in the comments of my the 13th floor try to say something about my 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 show's name my ball busters, which I've had for five fucking years, and I've been covering cults and Mystery Babylon and um, the Jesuits in all that time since the beginning, and how it relates to the medical profession as being the cult of ball, had the audacity to tell me, why are you so chipper about a movie that, pre that, that promotes Lucifer? The fuck are you even talking about? First of all, do you even understand what that means? You're just, or are you just religio crazy because you don't know what things mean, so you just make everything the devil? Shut up, learn something, and don't come judge me because you're the one taking yourself to hell. I'm not, I don't even have anything to do with it. These people who keep on going devil everywhere, you're bringing your own selves to hell. Bye.